we're live. There we go. Welcome back to the Work Never Stops podcast. I'm Deji Wessey. Oh, I'm Steve Ond Lewis. I thought I usually you go like, oh, uh, no. Steve Ond Lewis. Yeah, you call me uh, off shake, guard. I am Steve Ond Lewis in the building again. Shaking it up a little bit. <laughs> Switch, switching it up on me. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like it. I Unpredictable. Like it. No, hey, <laughs> and, and that's appropriate because that's the life of entrepreneurship man em- embody it all the way right um 100%. you got to lean into it lean into the the fact that you can't predict everything yeah i mean accept it it's the ultimate acceptance that you don't know what will come but you'll be prepared for whatever may come your way i like that put that on the shirt yeah man try to try to become bulletproof hell so <laughs> hell yeah so so we've been getting a lot of great response from the uh, from these entrepreneur type uh, entrepreneur lessons, <laughs> the the series. Uh, so I uh, appreciate the response, and uh, we're gonna keep them coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I've been getting like some pretty good engagement on uh, LinkedIn, so I think that'll be like the the platform that really I guess resonates with with this, you know with the stuff that we're doing. Yeah, definitely, man. Yes, so yes, uh, so uh, so what's up today? So today I had an idea uh, for us to kind of revisit or not revisit so much, but expand on a conversation that we alluded to a bit during our last, uh, our last show. Um, and it's around kind of the, the scaling versus growth idea. Uh, and then, you know, kind of talk a little bit about, I think it'll be important to d- define like how we understand those things and, okay. you know, have a bit of a discussion about when, when those are appropriate for, for business or for us. And, you know, I guess kind of where we are with our own uh, businesses. And then, you know, a, a more in-depth discussion about how to engage in each one of those. Uh, and I think it'll, it'll go to a, a really unique place of a, a conversation we were having just uh, the other day <laughs> yeah. about, about something related to this. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I... No, it's cool. It's cool that we uh, we're diving into this stuff because it's just there's so many different topics and uh, different avenues that we can uh, we can touch upon. So let's Real jump ball. into it. Let's let's yes, get to it. <laughs> so so like the way I guess for purposes of this conversation, um, setting the framework for like what scaling and what growth are. Uh, so like you just I'd be remiss to like not acknowledge the fact that you just graduated with your MBA. From, okay. from USC, yeah. I'll say USC Marshall School of Business. So I don't have did to that. you say it. Yeah, you did, did that. <laughs> I got it done. <laughs> Funny thing is, I knew that's why you were doing it. <laughs> you did. So you you got got that got that happening. Congratulations, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, yeah. my man. So you'll have probably way more understanding of this, but like what you know, they there are different ways to define like growth and scaling. Um, I, I kind of, I guess my, my specialty in doing things is to put stuff in layman's terms. Uh, yeah. And because of your education with this MBA from Marshall School of Business at University of Southern California, uh, you'll probably be able to put it in more technical terms. Uh, so, so, so maybe you'll make sense of some of the stuff that I've, I've seen in terms of how they define it. So we'll start with, with growth. So like growth, they describe as like you, in your business, you are spending lots of money, you're adding new services, uh, maybe adding more people uh, to your business, and you are spending money and you are making money, but 
the the rate at which you're doing those things are about the same. Uh, and so it kind of, I guess, evens out. Um, so I think that's kind of the way the way I get it or I understand it in layman's terms. They they said some stuff about like, you know, year in growth over. I was like, oh, you lost me. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and then for for scaling, scaling, I just described in the most distinct way is like being more efficient with the resources you already have. So the way it's defined is that your money, you're making more money than you are spending. And it's kind of like in the industry, it's like two times the amount of whatever per capita, some stuff. I was like, yeah, that yeah, yeah. lost me. I don't know what any of that means. Essentially, you're just being more efficient with the resources you already have, not spending more money, but making more money based off of, you know, the, the stuff you've already kind of put into practice. An example might be, you know, I make money from doing, you know, therapy or whatever, or speaking engagements. Uh, so what I do is like, I just charge more for doing those things, right? I didn't have to right. spend more money to do that. I just charge more for doing those things. That's scaling yeah. is my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Good. No, you got it. You got it. Okay. All right. So, uh, so I would, so, okay. So when thinking of, of scaling versus growth, I would, I would say, uh, think about scaling first and move into growth, uh, because, uh, we want to mitigate risk as much as possible. We want to avoid risk as much as possible. So, uh, Scaling is a process of of building upon processes, uh, established processes <laughs> uh, that have already been, you know, obviously established. So, um, so I would say start there. So, scale scaling a business um, is uh, building upon autom automation, for instance. Um, you know, like you like you have a business practice, and you have a an identified way to get clients or even to uh, receive clients, clientele, um, onto scheduling them, billing them, yada, 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 right? These are all, all considered processes, right? Uh, whether or not they're automated, you know, I don't know. It doesn't have to be automated for you to scale, but you do want to have processes in place. Scaling is taking those processes from a certain number of, of transactions and scaling up those transactions um, or interactions. So uh, if I have a process uh, that brings me, let's say 2000 transactions a month, um, that could be Facebook campaign, Instagram campaign, or YouTube campaign or something like this. I know that if I spend X, I'm more than likely going to receive Y transactions on my site or whatever, you know, whatever I'm doing um, per month, right? So if that thing's established, that process is, est is established, then I can go, okay, well, if I spend X and it gives me, you know, 2000 transactions, well, what if I go 3X, you know, <laughs> is that gonna bring me 6,000? Uh, but that's the idea of like scaling that same exact process. It's the same exact thing over and over again and you wanna push it to the next level. So that's scaling something, right? Uh, uh, now growth, uh, growth so is like, like you said. exponential level of growth. Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's, um, but it's, but it's established processes. It's not something new, you know, like um, mm. if I'm, 
you know, selling three different products and they all go through the same funnel or the same process. And I add two more, that's growth. But if I try to push that same three products, uh, if I increase the spend or increase the exposure, then that's scaling. Uh, Got you. So like you, you have your product and it's in Whole Foods, but then like now you've gotten it in Trader Joe's, Target, Costco, that's scaling. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. These are those same processes. Yep. Exactly. What about growth though? Like, because you, something you said was about the risk. You said you want to mitigate risk. So you want to scale first. What's the risk? Like if I don't, if I'm, you know, this is me speaking honestly, like I'm fairly doing business. I think my approach to, to kind of doing things is that I'm slow to kind of grow. I'll say grow. Like, I don't want to like, you know, hire on somebody. I don't want to take on too much more responsibility or spend more money. So like, I am, you know, really strategic about not doing those things. But you also hear that, hey, you've got to spend money to make money. Uh, but yeah. like, what's the risk of like growing before you can scale? Like, I don't know the risk. Like, I'm probably avoiding it just because of how I am naturally. But I yeah, don't know that, that I know I'm avoiding it. That, in that, that was going to be my question. Why are you oh, avoiding okay. those things? Because they're, they involve risk. Because <laughs> they're not is. risk averse. So, I, I, yeah. I know it. I own it. I own it. I am. I am risk averse. You're right. All those things uh, involve risk. Uh, you know, you, like you said, hiring somebody, you know, you spend money to hire someone. Maybe they're not a good fit. Boom. You've lost two months of, uh, of, of their salary or, you know, whatever you're paying them. Um, you, I, I forget all the other things you said, but all these things involve some level of risk. Um, and what essentially what that means is some level of spending money or time that may not yield a revenue, a return, a ret- I mean, a return on, on investment, right? Because these are all investments, small or large. They're all investments of time or money. And they all essentially, essentially need to yield a return. You know, sometimes we don't always make an investment uh, you know, expecting a return. Sometimes, you know, it's a, there's a different mean, you know, means to an end. So, um, so yeah, I think uh, you definitely want to try to get around the risk before you, you know, you just jump right in Um, and, and thinking about scaling or even before scaling, thinking about creating processes and, uh, and automation before you get, to scale is a way to get around risk because the number one thing you're trying to figure out with processes is how do I make money? Yes. Like, yes, I have this product or yes, I have this service, but how do I get to the money? Right. <laughs> like that's, I think that's the number one thing that, you know, everybody who's starting a business is trying to figure out. And that's kind of why we start doing this, right? Like you finish, uh, you know, your, your master's in, uh, you know, in, in, in family therapy, but, how do I start a practice? How do I, you know, how do I get a, a job? How, you know, how do I, how do I doing this? You know, did they teach you any of that? Probably not. Absolutely, uh, <laughs> absolutely not. Like that's part of the complaint about uh, these sorts of programs where you don't learn the business of the business you're going into, which is, right. you know, you learn how to, how to do the work, but not how to operate the business. And we're at a deficit coming out of stuff like that. So you think about you know, if you're a therapist and you're coming out of school 
that you can now go and start a company, a private practice. Do you know the inner workings of how to do that? Because it is now a small business. Do you know enough about small businesses? Uh, same thing can be true for like lawyers or you know these sorts of kind of industry folk where you you have a skill that is valuable, obviously, right? It's needed by people, but also you don't understand enough business or you didn't learn it. I mean, you just don't learn. Right. It's not a part, a core part of the program. Yeah. It's a, it, yeah, something, a big gap is definitely needed <laughs> across the board, you know, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there with uh, educational value or industry value. They just don't know how to communicate it and don't know how to make, make money out of it. And, uh, and then, and that's, those are processes and, you know, and it doesn't just have to be that perspective. Uh, you know, some people could, you could have a product and you don't know how to sell it, but you know, it may, you know, maybe something good, but you, you don't know how to sell it. Uh, but once you figure out how to sell it and, uh, and you have your processes down, then you can think about scaling, you know, strategically, that's the next, next stage is scaling it. Um, you know, uh, a lot of a, a question that I, get all the time is okay well how do you scale this you know and uh i almost feel like it's like it's kind of like a, a buzz question you know it's like you know yeah 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 like uh, somebody's asking because they want to see if you've thought about it or not you know but um you know i think it's important to think about those things uh maybe before you start something um or it's important to figure out um, as you start it because some people have a situation where let's say they got out of school, they got the right opportunity, or they plugged themselves into a, uh, a new practice, or, you know, I, I don't know. Basically, what I'm saying is business starts to move fast before you figured out the processes or figured out how to be efficient, and you end up spending more money than you end up making. Although you're like, you're doing business, you're having transactions, but you're not efficient. And that's another uh, reason why, uh, there's a strategy in scaling is because you can scale and it could completely not be efficient and you don't make any money yet you're in Walmart and you're in Target and you're in, you know, all these places, but you're not making money. That would be the worst. Cause it's like on paper and maybe not on paper, maybe like in, in theory, like in reality, it looks like you're killing it because you're in all these spaces, but you know, on paper, your, your bottom line is not showing that you're killing it. And I guess like the thing is, and maybe this is like too simplistic for a way of thinking of it. It's like, when, when, when do I grow then? Because it's like, well, growth involves some risk scaling. Why wouldn't I just scale or continue to scale? Like if I'm doing that well, I could just do that and I just make a ton of money as opposed to growing. Like I'm not, I do see a, a benefit. And I mean, maybe this is, this is actually a good conversation to have uh, because it's, there are, there are times when it's appropriate to add new services or new products to your business. And so is, is growth always, uh, I mean, is it a, a thing of where it's connected to what you're already doing? Or, you know, are there times when it's like to grow into a different space? You know, that's not kind of what you've been doing. Like, is that something we should avoid or look to avoid? Um, well, so so the reason why you you look for growth is, because of new market entrance, right? Like people coming into the market. Like once again, like we have to remember this, this, there's a war going on outside. No man is safe from like, this is every, everybody can get in, like, you know, <laughs> like, and some people will get in. So, you know, it's not, 
it's not just you're not just on the basketball court with your ball like you know and it's just you in the hoop you know as other people come to the court you know to, <laughs> and want to play yeah. so um you know you got to think about it like that like you come up with something new or maybe another step you know kind of uh forward from what you were doing before because you want to one differentiate your brand uh you want to have something you want to uh engage your audience and um you know, you, you want to kind of expand your earning potential, right? Because uh, this is, you know, of course, this is capitalism, baby. More, more is better, right? <laughs> right? God, so. I hate that. I hate that <laughs> with a passion. More is not always better, man. More is not. Oh, my God, dude. Like, that's going to yeah. be like a whole nother rant for me for like 20 minutes on oh, why man. that's not necessarily the case. But go for it. it it's true. It's true. I mean, look at like, you know, okay, one of our favorite uh, places to get a burger right think about well not that not the absolute place place mm-hmm. the one of them so <laughs> so yeah, yeah. in and out for instance mm-hmm. is a good example of scaling versus growth in and out has scaled their business mo- like model continuously right like mm-hmm. but how many times have you or you know one of the listeners gone to in and out and gone oh man i really just would want some chicken strips at in and out or like you know why can't in and out get some tacos man we're in california what's going you know you know they can figure it out you know Uh, but uh but no that's not what they do they sell these slang they slang these burgers and fries with efficiency son that's that's what they do so you know uh that's that's probably one of the best examples that everybody can recognize, you know, that's scaling a business model. It's super efficient. And, um, and obviously they're making a ton of money and they've been doing it since we were kids. Um, Dude, you know, like, your, like yeah. seriously in the span of a year or two. So I would say like right before pandemic hit uh, and maybe like six months before that, like three new in and outs have opened in the last I mean, like within, I, I would say seven to eight miles of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, they aren't offering new, new products. Like you, you still get the same double, double, like, which yeah. is fire. I like it, you know, but it's not, they aren't trying to compete with having a, a menu of new items. It's just, Hey, this nope. is what we offer. We'll give you more stores, more places to get it. But we're not yeah. giving you more, more stuff. I wonder why that is. It literally in my neighborhood alone, within a five mile radius, if it's even that far, mm-hmm. it's it's probably closer to three. There's five in and outs over mm-hmm. here. And it's like, okay, like I <laughs> it's funny, I have this thing where we're on the road because we've we've been driving uh in and out of LA and uh we're on the road. I always I play this game of how many in and outs will we'll see now. But remember when we were kids, there wasn't that many in and outs. Nah, really, real right. talk. Now it's 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 getting it's it's approaching Starbucks level. Yeah. With the, yeah. <laughs> I I want to know what what the catalyst was. Like, you know, did they look at the model at, at the Starbucks model and go, "Wait a minute. We're missing out on some money here." <laughs> like, you know, like what happened? Hey, seriously, cuz I mean like there's one in Inglewood, there's one in Westchester, there's one if you seriously like if you go three miles dot down like Sepulveda PCH there's another one in El Segundo. Uh, then there's another one like in Torrance, which is like another five miles, maybe. 
Uh, yeah. I don't even think it's that from El Segundo. Like there, there yeah. are a bunch of in and outs around. Yeah, I think uh, I think the data improved because uh, I've I've seen some crazy data in the yeah. last like two years about you know about food spend in certain neighborhoods and uh i, I could see totally that that being the thing like you know <laughs> so we, we're leaving money on the table so why would we not do that yeah like let's go yeah. fire them up yeah. fire <laughs> fire up the grill yeah um growth is i mean it sounds like it feels it feels scary Right, because it's like I am, <laughs> I am gonna be moving into a, an area or a space that I've not been in before, or doing things in. I mean, it's one of the scarier things I, I I can think of, as an entrepreneur. Right, is that you know moving into something that I don't know kind of you know what I'm doing. Like, sure, there's no plan for, but it's it's a thing of like this is different from what I've been doing, and I think that's what what, what is growth is about is I'm not doing just therapy. I'm not just doing speaking engagements. Um, so it's yeah. like, you know, if growth were me getting a TV show, it's like, well, wait, I'm not an actor. Time didn't go to school for that. Didn't plan on doing any of that stuff. What are we doing now? Right. And it becomes a little yeah. bit scarier. And I guess it's one of those things that when you say investment, scaling seems like the safer investment, but also I guess part of me, if I'm being honest, like at some point you've got to, you've got to grow. Um, I don't think you have to. I don't think no. you have to. Oh. No. Enlighten me. Enlighten me. You know, but well, that's what I'm saying with this whole the in and out, you know, case study is is you know, they're they're not adding new things to their menu. Right. And I would see that as as growth. Uh they're simply taking taking a process that they've established, they've identified, you know, this certain neighborhood or this type of location as a place where they can make money. Uh they have, you know, this you know, a, a drive, a drive through here, and uh, in a, in a uh, entrance to into the plaza there. Mm-hmm. Boom, freeways to you know, two exits, you know, two streets oh, away. That's the no, system. They you know, do like, have a, they have a monopoly you know? on how they set these things up, and you don't think there's a shelf life on that. I mean, it's worked for like you know, probably 40, 50 years for these guys. So it's like this yeah. is going really <laughs> well for them. Like I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, or are and, they like? Oh, I don't want. I don't want people to think like you know, take this one off and say like, oh, that's it. You know, it's kind of like the we talk about this often of like you know Kanye West story of like he's successful as hell now, you know, living out of somebody's couch and you know not having money and you know making beats and trying to find a way to to get on. It's like yeah, he did that. Also, I don't know if that's going to be true for everybody. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people did that though. Like a lot of producers did that same exact. Thing, thing, you know, um, you know, Jay Dilla in uh, Common are famous for, you know, for living together and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make things work. And, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of those stories where, you know, such and such was on the couch and, you know, yeah. and and they were rapping in the bathroom and, you know, like it's right, sure right, right, right. So, you know, a lot it's of like that. a one off, like the in and out success of just scale, a scale only business model. No, nah, because if you look at, uh, I mean, well, this is this is a bit different, but um, it's a, I mean, these these are business fundamentals, like you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, scaling on on something that's been proven, um, that's kind of accepted, right, as the way to the way to do it in a very corporate way to do it, because once again, it's you're trying to mitigate risk, 
as much as possible. So you're going to go with what worked. So uh, what worked before. So um, they have a system just like, uh, you know, I'll throw another burger joint out there. Uh, oh. Sonic. Sonic has a system, although maybe it's not scaled out the same way, but it's clearly a system. If you start looking at their, their business practices and the way that they do things, just, you know, it, easy way is just to look at their locations, you know, relatively kind of like same type of situations when you pull up, you know, it's, it's kind of the, the same thing. And that is a recipe for success. Um, if they start opening up different locations and every location is different, that's probably going to be a problem. Like, um, I don't know if, if you've seen the founder, um, the uh, Ray Kroc story, um, it, the uh, McDonald's story. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like that was one of the issues in the, you know, in the, the beginning of uh, McDonald's was that they had all these different locations and every location wanted to have a different menu. And we, you know, they gave in because, you know, obviously, you know, like I was my, my chicken strip and taco, you know, example is that, you know, people are, you know, people coming up, oh man, we just want pancakes, you know, and, you know, we want this and we want that, you know, and that's, that's how McDonald's got pancakes. Right. But, but every McDonald's didn't have, right. Exactly. But every McDonald's didn't have pancakes at the time, you know? And so uh, when he bought, you know, eventually, well, bought, took over what, you know, whatever, whatever, um, you know, he was able to get rid of that uh, or get rid of certain things. Like you can't get a steak at McDonald's, but you know, okay, let's keep the pancakes because that's a good, you know, good way to get the kids in, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, yeah. I mean, you know, you got to figure out, it's going to take time and it takes money. That's why I say it's going to be an, it's an investment. Um, it's going to take time and money to figure out what your processes are. But once you have the processes down, you better believe you can run with it. Yeah. Is the, is the, 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 the riskiest part, I guess, of growth in my mind, I think would be people growing in that way of adding employees or, you know, people that we connect with. So like, do we need people to grow? Um, I think so. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the traditional uh, way of like of adding employees, but I think uh, if you're growing, you're more than likely adding a new product or a new service, and you're not going to create a new product or service without enge- engaging with people. So, so, um, and those people are going to cost money at some at some level, even yeah. you know some way. Uh, like for me, for instance, if I want to create a new if I want to create a sports drink rather than an energy drink to add onto my line, I, I'm not a, a nutrition scientist. Uh, so somebody's going to have to create the formula for me. So that's people right there. I may have yeah. the idea of what I want to do, but I'm not about to be in the lab with the beaker, you know, just <laughs> getting it in. So yeah, you're going to have to interact with people. Some and I, mean, that, that, I guess that speaks to kind of a, another thing that we were, were talking about in terms of like adding adding people to the process where you're talking about growing it in, in one way of, you know, adding a sports drink line if you did that, or, you know, so you need a, a food scientist to come in with the formula, create that and, and get it out there. That could be like a, a one-time deal. That's like more of a project-based growth, which is a safer way to do it in my mind, right? Is that like, hey, we worked on this project, we got it going. I don't need to kind of have this this as a, it's a, it's a time bound experience. You are on the hook 
for a, a period of time, but not forever in perpetuity. Like you are not just going to be an employee now. It's a contract. We're contract based, right? Yeah. That seems safer than saying like I'm adding you on as part of my business. Like I could I could see why. If for me, this is how I operate now. Is that I do kind of project based stuff. So like I if I need something, say code written for my website, I pay someone to do that code for that thing. Um, I don't have somebody that maintains my website monthly, um, but that's also I don't I don't need that. I don't have I'm not I, my offerings aren't at that place where I need someone to kind of constantly be monitoring website. There aren't going to be a lot of glitches. Uh, stuff works out that way, so it's 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 you know smaller for me. But I can see where somebody you know has something larger that they may need to actually hire somebody to do something, which I think I may get there in the in the near future, and we've talked about this before, about hiring a, an assistant or a virtual assistant. And I think yeah. I'm getting to the place where I believe that that will not be a contract-based thing. But like you said, it's, a, it's an investment. And that's the fear is that nobody wants to lose on an investment. Like everybody wants to win. Like I want to find a virtual assistant. I want that person to work out well. And I want my business to benefit and they make money and we all do well and good in life. It's not absolutely how it's going to happen or work or, or, you know, play out. So it's like, I guess, like, how do you know when to add someone in which way? Like if it's project based or if you actually need a person. Yeah. Oh, man, that's an interesting one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think if you well, I think a big indicator would be that you have the budget for it because uh, <laughs> people cost. It ain't they cheap. Do. They do. Um, you know, month in, month out, man. And, you know, you're in California, you start talking about health benefits and all this type of stuff. Like, you better have a quick sidebar. Like the rules around employment law here in California are like bananas. Like they make it kind of cost prohibitive to, to add someone to your business. Like the amount that they would have to, the benefit that they would have to have or bring to your business for you to hire them on is, is pretty high. Like that threshold is high before you would make any money back from doing that it's it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of risky like ridiculous i mean in the sense of where as a therapist like you could add you know you could i could have like an intern or i could supervise somebody but all the red tape and you know fees and like the the rules and regulations around that stuff which i understand why they exist makes it to where it's like it would be easier or i would make more money not doing that like <laughs> like, like just like it, Taking on an employee that's like to take on an intern, that intern would have to, you know, almost like work like 40 hours a week for it to be worth worth it, that investment. And that's not for me to make a ton of money either. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the level of risk that you take on bringing on an employee is uh, you, you have to have a pretty serious cushion, I think, uh, or unless you're just going to go into debt, which is another whole nother risk. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but sometimes you know. we tell ourselves like, I can't do it. I need someone, so I just gotta bite the bullet. Yeah, no, I, make I, this thing happen. But scary. Sometimes, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is it? it, it it's a cost benefit analysis. Is like, how how long are you going to be doing that? And then you know, to a point to where eventually it starts hurting, hurting you, having a negative impact on your business because you only have so much bandwidth. Mm -hmm. so that, that's you know, the other thing like you got to think about too i'm glad you said that is because you bring on somebody that now adds something to your plate so like maybe they've taken something off your plate but like 
that's another thing. They aren't managing themselves, are they? Like they, <laughs> if they are, then maybe that's a partner, right? Like that's not an employee. But like if they're working for you, then they've got some. You've got some oversight on that. So like if you release or relinquish some some responsibilities to them, you've now also taken them on as a responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've I've done the experiment where I go, okay, well, I need a virtual assistant. I feel like, you know, and then I'm like, okay, well, what would you have them do? Like, let's go over the list, right? And then you know, then you figure out a way. Oh man, this alarm's killing me. But uh, yeah. <laughs> you you figure out a way to, I, well, at least this is the way my mind works. I'm like, ah, man, I can do this. I can, I, I can, <laughs> I can do this. It's like. But it's, I don't know, you know, it's an affliction. It's an affliction. It is. Um, you got but that yeah, I really, it's in your DNA. There's no way around yeah, that. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked about, he did that. Pops <laughs> legit fired somebody from a job he hired them to do to, to oh, lay tile. It was like, I could do this better. I'm just going to do it, man. Just and did it. Get, yeah. <laughs> Step aside. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That, it's that's hard. Funny. There's no way around it. It's it's hard overcoming that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About that, that the, the sidebar of the story. But like, oh no, I mean that was a great example. <laughs> that was a great example. I mean, I'm sure that you know other people out there like that. It just you know. But like you're trying to convince yourself, which is a good idea of like t- taking the the notes down. I mean, I think I need to list out what they would do, and and how helpful it would be to business. But then you look at that list and you're like. I don't know that the cost it would be to to have them justifies that, mm-hmm. but also you reckon it's it's a tough because you recognize still holding on to those responsibilities is preventing you from doing other things. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, hey man, this is uh, a <laughs> this is creating another revenue stream for you. <laughs> right, right. Oh man, but uh, but no, it's definitely worth it. I think you know honestly what I told myself. <laughs> last year that I actually didn't do was okay another another test set aside a month worth of uh you know uh hours or fees or you know whatever it is for the virtual assistant try them out for a month and see if you get the hang of actually because the big part of it is what letting the task go mm-hmm. right that's a big part of it so Give yourself a chance. I mean, I haven't done it yet, but I thought it was a great idea. <laughs> and so the funny thing is you're saying, I was like, huh, that sounds like a really good idea. Like it's a month, it's a it's a trial period. I've already set aside the resources and everything for it. They've got the work and I can see if in 30 days I can get them up to speed and, and let go of all this stuff and be good to go. Boom. What happened? Yeah, it could work. It could totally work. Uh, you can see because then because then you get to see okay what what shortcomings do i have as a potential you know manager boss okay i need to sure up myself if if there are any if you don't you know hit the ground running you know and then you also could say hey look i'm not ready for this but now i know when i will be ready i know that you know that it, it, it'll be a good test that's a reality check for your ass right there. Like that's a, that's yeah. a reality check, reality check of like, hey, and I'm not ready for what I thought I was ready for. Mm-hmm. That's real. And that's okay. I don't mind paying for that. There you go. 
because that it's better to know that before I've gotten down the road and figure that out. Yeah, because I mean, you're not going to end up, you know, a year into this. You, what you don't want to do is end up a year into this and then go, you know, and, and have all these complaints. Because I've seen that where you know people are complaining about whoever they hired, and it's like, yo, that that was you. You weren't ready for them. You didn't. Oh, you didn't. You know. You didn't give clear direction. Like, you, do you remember what it, what it was like to be an employee? Or do you know? Or do you, you know like what what things help you be successful? Mm-hmm. Right. Clear direction, resources. Right. If you don't provide those things, then how can you complain about about the person? So. Oh, easy, easy, easy. I can easily complain about them. <laughs> That's <laughs> easy. It's easy. <laughs> I can do that all day. <laughs> it, it can't be me. Oh, man. Yeah. That's brutal. Because it, it, it's one of those things of where you recognize that in letting go and you know, the responsibility you have to kind of educate or train somebody, because there is a level, there's a process, like you were mentioning earlier about processes. There, there's a process you've established that works for you. And when you're hiring somebody, are you hiring them to continue the process that works for you or to bring in a process that would be more efficient or whatever, which will take some adjustment for you to get used to because you had your setup a different way. Um, And it's like factoring all of that in and being okay with that. Like, I think one of the ways I work is, and I don't know if I would need to find the right person, um, but I'm I'm more of a hands-off person. I feel like if I'm paying you, then you should be able to do the thing I paid you for. So I'm not like looking to really micromanage. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paying for your expertise and I'm willing to do that, right? Because I, I don't know it and I expect you to know it and get it done. Also, that's, that's I don't know if that's, <laughs> you're smiling over there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't know if that's always going to work. Well, you know what? I mean, hmm. I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the same way in, in, in certain situations. Like, for instance, I want to hire a lawyer who comes in and asks me all the right questions. I don't want to be telling them, you know, this, this or that. Like, to me, that means you don't know what you're doing. Right. Like, right. Like you need to come in, you know, OK, you know, let's assess the room, you know, you know, like, yeah, let's yeah. get to work. Michael Clayton. You know, let you know, you know, I want, you know, let's get to work here. You know, what time did it happen? Okay, well, you know, and what do you have? All right, cool, let's let's do this. You know, and you know, like that's you know, that's what I want for a lawyer. But you know, um, maybe my graphic designer, you know, you know, I want to give them my vision and say, you know, this is my vision and this is how I want to work. You know, um, let me send this thing to you and then get back to me on, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, this is the process that I want to do. Um, so, you know, it's just different situations. Um, you know, I think, you know, um, <laughs> that that can work good. You know, it's not always where I, you know, I, I need to, um, I feel like I need to um, be in control. But, you know, some situations it's like, hey, look, you, you need to tell me what's going on here <laughs> or how it's yeah, the best. You, best you need to be the expert. Like, I don't. You need to ask me, like you need to yeah. tell me the stuff because I don't know. That's why I'm hiring you. It's funny you mentioned like the graphic designer because that's one of the relationships that I think is unique in this space of where finding somebody that you mesh well with uh, in a way to where you can communicate your vision in a way that they get it and can reproduce it. So like that, that finding that is gold oh, and yeah. also recognizing how you work in that way of where 
and this is like another bit of self-disclosure about me is that, you know, sometimes I like have really good ideas and, you know, I start in on them and I'll send emails, like it'll be really detailed and then I'll mm -hmm. disappear because I get busy doing other stuff. And, you know, it's like, they'll send back stuff and it's like, yo, I see this email. I need to get back to it. I need to respond. Also, I've got like, you know, 10 other <laughs> yeah. things I'm doing. I yeah. cannot, I cannot the take the time. Yeah, I can't take yeah. the time right now to attend to this because it's not bringing me money on today. And so like, yeah. I let stuff go and it'll be like, you know, three weeks <laughs> or a month. Three weeks? Back to, hey, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, shit, you know, I mean, I, I'm being honest, man. You know, this, is like a bit, this is transparency, yeah. right? Like, it'll yeah. be three weeks. That's pretty good, actually. You know, I get sidetracked. Yeah. And like when yeah. I do get out another space, it's like, oh, I got time to kind of attend to this. I'll get back on it and, and give revisions or whatever. I mean, I think I'm a little bit better when it's something that's pressing. And yeah, it has needs a, to happen a, immediately. But if it's, it's one yeah. of the growth things. Like if I am, or scaling things, I guess. I, if I'm scaling to, to do something new, you know, or more efficient, it's like, well, what I have is working. So then the, the pressure isn't there. Like this will be better but the pressure isn't so immediate that this has to change today. And that's like yeah. my core belief about human behavior is that people change when it becomes too uncomfortable to remain the same. And so, right. you know, it's, it's operating, it's working. I am in a process of changing it, but you know, it's, I haven't done it yet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, if it's not pressing, I mean, obviously you can, you know, spend as much time as you, you know, <laughs> as you, as you right. need to working on it, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, you know, but also, also too, uh, I think in, in today's like digital nomad kind of, uh, you know, work from home, uh, and, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, nomadic entrepreneur, I guess. Um, freelance, freelancer world. Right. Yeah. So uh, people should understand that, like, you know, you have a million things going on, you know, you can't, just dial in like you know it's not like we're uh working at a agency or something like this and uh, all together yeah. trying to get a project done so yeah yeah it's, it's it's a thing though and i mean like like you were saying about the the graphic designer like finding the right person for the relationship i'm trying to like see if i could actually verbalize my process for that like i think i can i see a person who can do a thing and then, so I just go off of that and like, oh, they can do this thing for me. And it's worked out for me so far. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's the best way to do that. And usually it's like recommendation from somebody else. I think that's right. so it's so interesting. Like it's the word of mouth thing, right? Like it's, yeah. here's who did this thing for you and it worked, you know, now I'm gonna do this thing for me. Mm -hmm. No, nah, it's cool. I mean, I mean, the best, uh, the best compliment is a referral, right? Mm-hmm. So if they're willing to refer, uh, you know, somebody to you, man, it could be really good. I hate when uh, when you refer somebody and um, it's not a great, <laughs> not a great look, though. Man, man, that is the thing. Like, I say that often is like, you know, I've got I've got my name, right? Like that's I don't have like a trust fund. I don't have, you know. <laughs> right. I've got my name, and if, if I've what I've built with that for Stevon Lewis to mean something, if I ruin that, then I'm I don't have much. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's a problem, and I just gotta manage that. So it's like you know when I sign off, like like you said, you gotta be able to do the thing. Mm -hmm. 
you're ready to go. It's, it's, it's detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, one of the questions I think was, um, can you scale and grow at the same time? Yeah. And and I think you totally can. A lot of a lot of these companies out here are are doing that. They're scaling and attempting to scale and grow at the same time. Uh, but I think you know it comes down to something that we we're talking about. You know, a few minutes ago is that um, you end up are you are you making money or are you just taking on debt to support the the uh, accelerated sales and growth or scale scaling and growth. Um, you know, uh, I think it's healthy to take your time to scale, uh, figure out what your processes are and figure out, uh, what, what market segment you're attacking and, uh, and, and grow strategically. Um, you know, so, so it's, that, that, that was like the most MBA (laughs) (laughs) in layman's terms. Like, like the first part was layman's terms. Like, are you making money? Boom, I'm dialed in. Then you said, yeah. I'm like, wait, what happened? What just happened here? Well, you know what's funny about that is that like when I started the MBA, I thought, oh, you know, one of one of the 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 reasons why I was getting the MBA, you know, one of the boxes I was creating was okay, I want to I want to learn the MBA and business lingo. And uh and I've had people say, like, oh man, that you know, I, I want to learn the language like you, you know, and I'm like, what language? Like, what are you talking about? I'm just saying what you know <laughs> what this is. I don't even recognize what I what I, <laughs> that I'm. Yeah, I, you you lost me when you started talking about like market, and I was like, wait, what? What happened? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Am I making money? I was there. I was there with you. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I need to. Am I making money? I'm with you. What What's next? I need I need to be better about understanding what yeah. you know where the yeah. <laughs> where the so, thing so, is. So put that in layman's terms a little bit better about this scaling and growing at the same time. Are you making money? And then say that stuff in practical terms. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, okay. If I'm I, like the only non-business person listening to this podcast, that could be true. Pro- probably not. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, we have a diverse listenership yeah. over here. <laughs> diverse audience uh but okay so hmm i if i'm if i remember correctly mm-hmm. <laughs> um i think uh, oh yeah you can you can scale and grow at the same time but you may be you may not necessarily be making money and at the end of the day that's you know that's what it's about is making money if um if you've identified your customer how about that <laughs> you might, i'm there if you've identified your customer and you understand how to get to them, how to speak their language, how to how to uh, give them what they want, and uh, and also be able to make money doing it. Not just you're not just uh, you're not just throwing money away, trying right. to <laughs> trying to get their business. Um, you know, then you may be able to scale and scale and grow at the t- same time. But uh, but one thing you have to think about is. Uh, the long-term value of your customer. Uh, you have to think about how much money you're making off your customer in the long term. Because if you're spending a ton of money just to get a customer and they only buy something from you once, what what have you done? I mean, you gotcha. you really, I mean, you really just throwing that money away. Yeah, uh, what yeah, you're trying so to like, create. Yeah. Oh, go for it. Oh yeah, no, I was just saying like you're trying to create a a brand or you're trying to establish a, a relationship like for your business like you don't have one-offs like that's that 
you don't even have that in your business model. Like <laughs> that's yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I mean, maybe with like a a, a speaking, you know, it might be off. Uh, yeah, thing, but for for the most part, like you know, I've got return customers. That's that's the the, the meat and potatoes of my my business is that they come back <laughs> more than once. Like I, it's like, oh, I met you once. Here's some stuff, and all right, I'll see you later. Like not usually. I mean, you can do that as like a part. Like if I added, you know, here's a new service like consulting, or you know what I mean, where like somebody comes in, you know, yeah. maybe another therapist, and I kind of staff a case with them or consult with a case and how to treat it or see that person or that individual. And then they go off and do that thing. And that might be a one-off, but yeah, no, nah, it's, it's on the return. And I think you're speaking to a good thing of like, if you're investing money and you're growing and scaling, then the idea is that you are doing that for something long-term kind of sustainability so that, you know, you aren't spending 50 K to make a one-time hit of 55,000. Like you could right. do that, but like that, and I don't, I don't know if that's like a good way to, to be where it's like, if I did that and I got that 55 and then they came back and did another 55, like, okay, now we're doing it. And I didn't have to spend 50 more anymore. Yeah. Like that, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. It's a cold game out here, but you got to yeah. map these things out. <laughs> like, man, there's so much to like learn and not like, you don't know, like you don't know what you don't know, you know? exactly yeah that's why i say the work never stops you know there's always something there's always something out there there's always another level to something if you find a supplier there's always a cheaper supplier but you know <laughs> you know it's a you got to continuously be trying to trying to uh better your business and and uh be more efficient with your processes yeah and if you don't think like that naturally then then that's 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 a whole nother hurdle to try to overcome like I'm, I'm lucky I have like access to you. It should, well, I mean, I think other people could, you know, whatever. Like you, yeah, <laughs> I think people could. Your business, you know? business consulting, right? Like, well, yeah. I mean, I, I do some, some small business consulting, and you know, you can definitely hit me up. Um, you know, and, and I can kind of take a look at your business and see what you need, and, and figure out how to make things better. Um, you know, uh, but you, 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 you touched on something earlier about. Uh, about choosing who to work with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah, yeah. that's a skill right there, like just choosing who to work with because people might go into business and say, "Oh, well, I like this person. I like, you know, I like them. You know, they're they're cool, they're this and that." And it's like that's not necessarily a reason to work with somebody. That's <laughs> like, you know, right, like right, right. Like yeah. like that's a really good point cuz so so I'm I'm now letting out like all my hard fast rules is that like I I try to keep friends and family and business separate. Uh, and it's not because like, I don't think that, you know, my friends and family have skills to do the things I need. I don't like to blur those relationships because in, in business, like if you're doing that, like some, some people and myself might be included. Well, I, I don't, I don't ever engage in those. So I don't know if I could, could separate the two, but I, <laughs> I've seen it where it's difficult to kind of separate those two. And it's like, oh, Hey, yeah. you did this thing and it didn't work out for us professionally. Also, you're my friend, but like, I don't want to really mess with you anymore. After that. I like <laughs> like for me, the, the relationship is more valuable than that. So like, I'm like, I could find somebody who can do this thing that I need for my business. And it, not have to impact my relationship with, with the, you know, my friend or family or whatever. And so that's, that's yeah. the way I operate, but I don't, I see, I know people that don't do that. 
Like there's enough people out there, you know, doing, <laughs> doing this. Yeah. yeah. And it's not a yeah. dig on like the person. Cause I think sometimes people will be like, Oh, well, like I could have did that for you. It's like, yeah, you could have done that for me. Also, if it didn't work out, I don't want it to like have an impact on our relationship. Cause I value that more. So things do happen. Risk it. Yeah. Things I'd rather not happen. risk it. Cause it, yeah. I do think it'll go well in yeah. the event that it didn't. I still want to be your. I still want to have a relationship with you. So I still want to have. Yeah, yeah, I still want that. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You just don't want to be in a in a compromising position. I mean, you know, uh, and that's a good way to avoid it. And uh, I'm totally yeah. a, a fan of that as well. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I think not. <laughs> I don't know that that other people don't operate like this. I, I put like there's like another level of pressure when it's somebody that I have a. Kind of non-professional relationship with like if they're you know entrusting me with doing something professionally I, I try to not that I don't go above and beyond for everybody else but it's like I definitely want to make sure that yeah. goes really really well yeah I don't know that everybody like I've seen people everybody do doesn't have that <laughs> it's like, like they're like oh you my family so I don't have to do X Y Z yeah wait, it's like what? dude that's not what I signed up for <laughs> <laughs> now all prof- all professionalism goes out of the window yeah and it's like man so like that's why i don't do the stuff of where like oh man i'll just do it like you don't have to pay me and it's like nah i'm paying you i want you to know this is a professional thing yeah i'm wanting that same treatment you give to your you know clients exactly. so like don't look at this relationship give me the real that. service like, son yes yeah yeah for sure because i don't want you to skip on my stuff no not at all yeah, no, I've definitely had that experience uh, where, you know, they, they don't want you to pay. And it's like, no, I want to pay. They like refuse the payment. And then it's a terrible job. It's like, come on. <laughs> it's See, is not- it's like, that's why that's why I pay. That's exactly why I yeah. pay. And I'm like, yeah, now nah, we're not going to do it in a way of we're not paying. Like, I'm going to I'm going to charge you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Like, I'm going to I'm going to pay cool. you or, or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel better that way. Yeah. All right, cool. So leading us into our next uh our next uh podcast. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good one. That'll be yeah, a good do one. it, do it, we'll do it. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, yeah, I hope you guys uh enjoyed enjoyed uh <laughs> the, the insight. Um man, go talk to your uh your cousin who uh who wants to do your you know <laughs> your website or whatever it is. <laughs> make sure that you pay don't that pay that yeah. man pay them yeah yeah exactly <laughs> cool all right guys um if you haven't seen the uh the uh go hard equity crowdfund uh go ahead and check out gohardenergy.com and uh, click on invest and uh, check out the crowdfund we're doing some things some big things uh, we're up to about nineteen thousand dollars raised and uh, approaching on our first milestone pretty quickly. Uh, we're at 38 investors trying to get to 100 um, in the next couple of weeks. So if you can help us out, please do. Um, anything going on with you, Stevon? What's up? What show are you on now? <laughs> I'm not on any show right now. Uh, right now. I am, still, I am in the scaling <laughs> process of, of my business and, and maybe the, the growth as well. Uh, I just submitted a a, uh, what do you call it, a application to be able to be a speaker at Afrotech. Uh, so we'll see okay. if it gets approved or not. And, you know, if, if so, then I'll be yeah. speaking there. 
later this year. But yeah, still rock and rolling. I'm about to go on vacation though. That's that's where that's where I am. Ah, uh, there you go. Vacation yeah. spot. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. No, we're not gonna tell them where you're going to vacation at. So nah, the least nah. least amount of people, the better. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. No doubt. Well, yeah. Sure. Nah, man. It's a pleasure as always. Yep. Fun times. Um, you know, as always, uh, work never stops. Neither should you. I like it. Steve Abu is out. Yes, sir. Continue to go hard. Get them. All right. <laughs>